name is Kara, and I'm a walkaholic. People know me as the girl who walks. I am the ultimate pedestrian. Sometimes I think of my profession as a pedestrian. Part of it is that I'm just an anxious person. I can't sit still, and my feet crave the pavement. When I'm walking, I can feel the earth underneath my feet. I can connect to nature and my surroundings. I can smile and wave at passersby. I can connect the two cutest things on this planet, dogs and babies. They get all the attention, right? I love that you can walk to the sounds of nature or you can walk to your own music collection. You can walk by yourself or with another person or two or three. You can even join a walking group. How many of you guys are walkers? Awesome. Not only is it a form of exercise, which is great, but it's also like therapy to me. When I'm walking, I feel calm and grounded. I also feel more creative. The ideas start to flow. It's like my mobile journal, and sometimes I choreograph dance routines too on the way. I love walking. It is my favorite thing to do. Uh, there are so many different ways you can walk too. You can strut when you're walking. You can stomp if you're really angry. You can tiptoe. You can slide. You can glide, and you can even dance.
only car on the road. I repeat, I am the only car on the road. Pedestrians and drivers of America, be warned. On your mark, get set, go, blow your horns. Watch out, fucking go, asswipe. Turn on your signal, you jackass. Hello, motherfuckers, stop signs. Fly right away, you butt face. Now, where did I put my phone? The typical American driver wants to get ahead. It's better to be a green light than a red, and a yellow light is much better sped. It's a destination race at an accelerated pace. Get there however you can. Cut speed, run, dash, hit, hurt, crash, crash. Everyone loves some whiplash. <laughs> Steal that parking space from the other car and let your beer goggles drive you home drunk from a bar. For you are the most important entity in this long line of cars. You are in control. You are the road star. So show them you're on fire. Show them what you can do. Driving in your vehicle brings out the aggressor in you and you. <laughs> so although I had a car, I preferred to walk. After all, my name is Tara and I'm a walkaholic. I had a set loop that I would go on in San Diego when I was living there. I liked to walk during the day, people knew me, but I really liked to walk at night, late night walks. Uh, I had my music with me, it was like my self-meditation reflection time, um, listening to the theme songs, and my roommates would ask if I was going on another danger walk. But to me, it wasn't so dangerous. I had pepper spray, and I felt confident and safe. So safe that I booked a flight to go to Europe um, so I could walk through the streets of London and all night through Paris on my own. And then I even sold that car that I'd spent my own money on, um, my most valuable possession at the time, just to drive across the country to move to New York City with my girlfriend because I thought it was more pedestrian friendly and we thought it would suit our lifestyle better. <laughs> but being artists, we ran out of money, and so we found ourselves back in San Diego where I was about to make one of the worst mistakes of my life. <laughs> I co-signed alone on a car with my girlfriend. Never do that. <laughs> because good old karma came around the bend and kicked me in the ass. But it did have a reason to. I cheated in my relationship. And because I cheated on my girlfriend with the boyfriend, I gave up my rights to that car. I didn't have the liberty to drive it anymore. I had fallen out of love with the girlfriend and strangely out of love with walking. And though I was falling in love with my boyfriend, at the same time, I started to feel broken inside. I really didn't want to walk anymore. I wanted to crawl into my private cocoon, into my car, and hide. <laughs> Not only out of fear, Fear of running into my ex who went on the same walks as me. Fear of running into my ex's vigilante friends who wanted to punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> Rightly so. But out of guilt and shame, I was really embarrassed for what I had done. I felt terrible. And I didn't feel like I could smile. I didn't feel like I deserved those luxuries of walking that I cherished so much. I didn't want to be out in the open. I felt really low, and I didn't feel safe at all. So then, like me, I started to grow anxious. I didn't own anything. 
Well, technically, I still own that car, half of the car. Never a co-sign alone. <laughs> but I had an empty apartment. I had an empty apartment. I distinctly remember my sister coming to visit me and spent $30 on me going to Vaughn's to buy stuff that I really needed, like soap, um, because she was worried about me. And that was pretty, pretty embarrassing. So I had an empty apartment. The bills were piling up. Uh, I was crying all the time. I wasn't sleeping a lot. Um, I was getting sick from my moldy apartment. I also had a roommate who told me he loved me while under the influence of alcohol and seven different medications. And uh, gave me a bounce rent check. And as a result, the bills piled up more. I couldn't sleep at all, and I was crying all the time. So I started to grow dependent. I knew I needed to walk, but I just couldn't. I started to grow dependent on my boyfriend to comfort me from the breakup, which was really weird. <laughs> I started to ask for rides, mainly from my boyfriend, but then, he moved away to law school, and I felt really alone. I started to ask for more rides, trying to divvy up the number of rides per person. But that didn't work because I didn't want to be known as Cara, the girl who needs rides. I'm Cara the Walkaholic. So I quickly gave up on that. I joined a gym to let out frustration, you know, as a different form of exercise. But I still had to walk to the gym. I started to take the bus more, but I still had to walk to the bus stop. And oftentimes, I was late to catching the bus because I was trying to get all my stuff together that I needed for the day. So annoying and I still had to walk. I even moved a couple times to avoid dealing with the now. My feet hurt. They were in so much pain and I could feel the weight of my backpack full of stuff. My neck hurt, my shoulders, my back. My feet were crying out, do something Cara, do something now. So I took a deep breath, tried to get motivated, and I decided to move to San Francisco. I always wanted to move to San Francisco. My sister and friends were there. It's a perfect combination of city and nature, and it's very walking friendly. So I moved. I got a job in three weeks giving walking tours through the city. <laughs> and I was trying to reconnect But then karma came around again and kicked me in the ass. But not the ass, it kicked me in the right breast, a nine centimeter mat the size of a fist. <laughs> so now along with the neck, shoulder, back pain, all that stuff, I also felt this mass inside. So I felt physical discomfort my whole body. So I wasn't walking, and of course I wasn't driving, so I was hiding out in my room as much as I could. And I had two weeks left in my job. I was about to go to, away to graduate school, and my health benefits came. But with hesitation, I scheduled the surgery. 
I also made sure to go get the mammogram and the biopsy. I knew it was important. And although the doctor told me that it was a fibroadenoma, which is a benign tissue, uh, she still said it could be a tumor because it was so massive. Um, she recommended having it removed. So I scheduled that surgery. And on the day of the surgery, I laid in the hospital bed, unable to move with a bunch of warm blankets on top of me. And I just remember thinking how funny it was that the only you know, exercise I'd be able to do in recovery was walking. I closed my eyes, took a deep breath. The next thing I knew, I was awake and the surgery was over. And immediately, I felt relief. And on July 1st, the day my health benefits ended, when the doctor told me that it was indeed a fibroadenoma, the largest one she's ever seen, <laughs> true, <laughs> I smiled. And as I exited the hospital doors in my yellow dress and flats, on a beautiful San Francisco day, I decided to go for a walk. So I walked to the Golden Gate Bridge, one of the first walks I had been on when I moved to the city. And as I walked across the bridge, I smiled at passersby, listened to my theme song. Too high to get over, too low to get under, you're stuck in the middle, and the paint is I looked out onto nature in the beautiful city of San Francisco. So happy to be alive. And it was at that moment that I, Tara, 